Hey, it's the way it goes. We always got to do some sort of sound during the during the theme, huh? Can't just let it play. Oh, jeez, people are gonna stop listening. Our two listeners are gonna stop. Listening. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Baby Station. It's the only podcast where I'm making nachos the whole time and sipping on some nacho cheese. Hey, you got any got any jalapenos to put in there? Yep. Because I like a little kick to my nachos. Oh, yeah. So, Baby Station is actually uh, the podcast where Nate and I uh, bring things to the table and the catch is that neither of us know what's going on. I don't know what Nate's bringing to the table. He doesn't know what I'm bringing to the table. That brings me to my next point. I'm Nate. And I'm Giuliano. Well, I got one here. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, <laughs> this is from WSBTV uh, Atlanta. Crazy things go down in Atlanta. Yeah. Woman banned from Walmart after riding a cart while <laughs> drinking wine from a Pringles can, police say. <laughs> Wichita Falls, Texas. Interesting. Atlanta is covering stuff in Texas. Police were called to a Texas Walmart after a woman was reportedly drinking wine from a Pringles can and riding an electric cart in the parking lot. Officers responded to a call around 9 a.m. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. The Times Record News reported investigators found the woman at a nearby restaurant and told her she was banned from the Walmart. Caller said that the woman had been riding around the store's parking lot mm-hmm. since 6.30 a.m. drinking mm-hmm. wine from the potato chip can. <laughs> so so pretty much, to my knowledge of this article, they pretty much tracked down the lady at a nearby restaurant. Mm-hmm. The cops came up to her and, she, and they were like, you better not you better not set foot in that Walmart ever again, all right? You better not set foot in that Walmart pringles lady and then they just walk out your taxpayer dollars hard at work <laughs> yeah i know can you can you imagine like american idol product placement like how they have the coca-cola cups in front of them imagine <laughs> imagine if it's they're all they all have pringles cans in front of them and they're just, just with a little water. spout coming out of the top <laughs> yeah like a little straw randy's like <laughs> drinking from a pringles can yeah it's gotta be a no for me dog <laughs> Was was the bottle in the can or was just the liquid in the it can? It was just the liquid. Oh, you can't my. fit a wine bottle in a Pringles it can. It could have been a very thin wine bottle. I mean, that would kind of be a hassle, don't you think? <laughs> you know that she just poured some wine in a Pringles can and was getting a little salt and vinegar taste with her wine. Maybe maybe a little uh maybe a little nacho cheese in there. My mom, um, when when we have like night we have company over that like we care about mm. some people we don't really care about <laughs> but when we have company with whether we care about my mom's always like hey hey jules get the nice glasses out tonight and it's and it's like these glass glass glasses <laughs> imagine if my mom was like jules get jules get get the, get the nice glasses out tonight and i open up the cupboard and it's just pringles cans <laughs> she's like she's like come on uh Uncle, Uncle Terry's coming over tonight. Let's, uh, let's get the nice ones out. Let's get the nice ones out. I have to, I have to down a bunch of Pringles in like five minutes. <laughs> that's, that's the prerequisite is that they can't, can't be empty. It has to be a new, has to be a new can of Pringles. She's like, 
Get the get the nice glasses out. The subtext for that is I need you to slam four cans of Pringles right now. Slam four cans so that when I pour some <laughs> wine, it's going to be, you're going to have the nice little salt and vinegar, the, the potato chip taste in there. Oh, geez, Ma, I don't, I don't know if I can eat four cans of Pringles. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you're going to have to do it because Uncle Terry's coming over tonight. All right. You know how he is about his wine. <laughs> you, know, you know how he is about his Pringle can wine. <laughs> If Uncle Terry doesn't have his Pringle can wine, he's gonna he's gonna do something unspeakable. <laughs> Uncle Terry comes over and he drinks from the Pringle can. He's like, mm, it's diffident and ephemeral with a little bit of uh, a little bit of salt and vinegar taste in there. Oh, it's, it's quite good, isn't it, Barbara? Uh, uh, Giuliano, did you did you freshly eat these Pringles? I mean, my my goodness. Well, Uncle Terry, do you see that there's nothing on my plate right now? I think I already had my dinner. I had my fill. <laughs> whole table is piled high with turkey and chicken and all the toppings you just literally have a massive empty plate in front of you i got i got potato chips coming from my lips I'm you're, like, oh, you're on the verge on the verge of puking <laughs> see uncle terry giuliano did a nice deed tonight he ate the pringles he, he ate a bunch of the pringles so that so that you know we could we could have the nice glasses uh, out so Uncle you can Terry, enjoy your wine. Giuliano was Pringle Boy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Giuliano was Pringle Boy tonight. So maybe on the way out you can you know hand him a little extra extra money. Giuliano, do you want to invite some of your friends over? Maybe one of them wants to be Pringle Boy tonight. <laughs> hey Pringle Boy, open the cupboard and get the nice glasses, Pringle Boy. <laughs> We have a weekly rotation. Who's Pringle Boy tonight? <laughs> and, you, and every night you just hope that no one your mom likes is coming over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pringle Boy. <laughs> this one, this one's for real. Okay. William Shatner tries to stop Clearwater Man, who claims to be his son, from changing his last name to Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting i know actually. that's fascinating but this article has so many gems <laughs> peter sloan has claimed for decades that william shatner is his biological dad <laughs> but the 87 year old actor and father of three daughters denies any blood tie oh my still sloan is pursuing what he calls his birthright the shatner name oh so in this article it goes on to say that uh, his name is Peter Sloan, by the way. And it sure. says, when Sloan and his birth mother reconnected in 1984, she admitted that his father could either be Shatner or a second man she only recalls as Chick, <laughs> a law student from Montreal. <laughs> it's, it could only be one of those That can two. only be William Shatner or Chick, a law student from Montreal. Still, Sloan public... Oh, so, Sloan changes... He's trying to get his name changed, and William Shatner's like, this guy is crazy. He cannot change his name to Peter Shatner. Right. Which the guy has his, his right to change his name to whatever he wants, but this is like really freaking out William Shatner. Still, Sloan publicly publicly refers to himself as Peter Shatner, owns the web domain PeterShatner.com, <laughs> and used the name in his self-published memoir, oh. The Search, which is like a spinoff on some Star Trek movie, like The Search for Spock or something like that, Jeez. which William Shatner's in. I wouldn't know. The, I wouldn't either. I just looked it up. And the book details his desire to meet his birth father. That's weird. There are, like, do you think that this man is... Is really William Shatner's son? No way. 
No, you don't think so? No. Well, man, if only there was a way to test who your biological father is. If only. Right. right? And there is. And guess what? Is that in the article? William Shatner is that he's not, he's not taking the DNA test. Oh my God. William Shatner refuses to take a DNA test. Because that would prove it. I know. William Shatner, sorry, Peter Sloan has repeatedly failed to persuade Shatner to take a DNA test. And William Shatner's like, geez, this guy is really getting, you know, he's really like stalking me right now. There's one way to get that man off your back and it's to take the DNA test. I'm not doing it. William Shatner refuses (laughs) because he probably is his birth father. That's what I think. What does he stand to lose by, by saying that he's this? I don't know. He's got, he's got what? A couple daughters and a wife (laughs) and then he's got another son all of a sudden. I've got a couple daughters. The last thing I need is another fully grown child i think peter sloan's like 60 something too what I, I i have to find it um he's yeah he's old he's um because william shatner's 87 and sloan is 62 so oh so that means he was 25 when he was conceived or it could have been he was conceived <laughs> by a chick a, a law yeah, student we can't forget about that chick is definitely on the table what yeah. what mother is like yeah i don't really remember who your dad was it was either uh some guy whose name i don't remember or, or william, william shatner <laughs> <laughs> and and the end of this article he goes i am peter shatner sloan said <laughs> no one can prove otherwise if well, they want to let's get that dna test i mean he's got a fair point i he's know absolutely he really right. does no one can prove otherwise but but how did he make the jump from the mom's like, well, it's 50-50. One of these two. And he's like, I am Peter Shatner. No, could be Peter Chick. Yeah. And <laughs> Peter Chick. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should change his name to Peter Chick. Actually. Or Chick Peter. <laughs> hey, Chick Peter. Uh, go get the nice glasses today. <laughs> hey, Chick Peter, you're Pringle Boy You're today. Pringle Boy tonight. <laughs> uh, no, but but this guy he actually bears some resemblance to Peter Shatner. If you want to take a Does look, he, really? he, he actually bears some resemblance to William Shatner. I'll come take a look. Um, you know, Priceline negotiator is, is William Shatner. That's, that's the, that's probably how you know him. Um, uh, show me Peter now. No, this is Peter Shatner. Oh, show me William then. Okay. Uh, wow, that looks identical. <laughs> that's <laughs> the same picture. Uh, William Shatner. Oh yeah. I just typed in Will. Those uh, those watching uh, at home, Giuliano doesn't know how to operate Google Image Search. Okay, here's here's William Shatner, and here is Peter Shatner. Yeah, or Peter Sloan. You can see it, right? I mean, I will say <clears throat> they don't look dissimilar. They don't. But now look at this. I'm typing in Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> You think Peter Shatner looks a little more like Jack Nicholson? Dude, Peter Shatner looks exactly like Jack Nicholson. I know. So, here's the thing. Oh. It could be William Shatner. Could be Chick. Or it could be Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I, I guess he's... No, I don't. I do, but I don't. What? You ever have a sneeze and it's like 95% there and then your body's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm fine. And then you say avocado and it goes away. That's actually, I used to do that when I was younger. That's yeah. proven. That's it's, a proven fact. The scientific method has not failed us in that regard. You know what else is proven? Huh. Peter Shatner is William Shatner's son. I just want to comment on this. Whose mom gives them odds about who their dad is? It's like, <laughs> mom, 
who's who's my father i want to meet my father she's like all right well you know there's a 32 percent chance that it's door one and it's a 45 percent chance it's door two and i sure don't know well uh i'm i'm wayne brady and this is let's make a deal <laughs> behind curtain one might be a zonk <laughs> it might be a new car I'm Wayne Brady, and it's time to play Is This Your Dad? It's the only show where there's three potential dads, and we don't know if any of them are your biological father. Maury, sit down, Maury. <laughs> Maury, this is my show, okay? <laughs> sit down. We got the DNA test all ready to go. All right. All right, Peter. I need you to look behind. Uh, sorry, this is your choice. Why am I uh-huh. subliminally messaging you? Curtain one or curtain two? Um... <sighs> I'll look behind curtain two. All right, Jenna, open that curtain. Oh, you got zonked. You got zonked. It looks like you got a, the rights to a goat farm on the edge of Timbuktu. Sorry for that, uh, Peter. You're never going to know who your real father is. Is my dad behind one of those curtains? Well, let's see what you would have gotten if you chose curtain number one. All right, Jennifer. <laughs> it's a new car. <laughs> He's saying my dad's a car. I'm saying I don't know what the hell is going on. You just you just missed out on a new car. I'm going to be perfectly clear with you here, Peter. Your mother did not tell me who your father is, and I don't know who Chick is. So how am I supposed to get that man on this show? Actually, we have curtain number three. Open that up, Jennifer. It's Jack Nicholson. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not my father. It might be. Maury, we're going to need your input on this. See Maury on NBC5 at 2 p.m. every Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's like, wait a second. You, that's not what I said. I'm not this man's father. <laughs> He's like, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Wayne, can I can I get off this? And after after Maury, we got the Steve Wilco show. Yeah, behind curtain number four, it's a random man we pulled off the street. There is a 2% chance this is your father, Peter. Um. I'm, my name is Chick. Uh, <laughs> we actually, we actually, uh, we Googled Chick. Yeah. To try to find him. Uh, something about like baby ducks or chickens <laughs> is all we could find. So, unfortunately, this is not how Wayne Brady sounds, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not even close. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't know who your father is. But yeah, so Sloan, we're going to take a little poll. We're going to take a poll. Yeah, yeah. Check uh, us out on our, on our Twitter at babystationpod. Is Peter Sloan William Shatner's son? Or is he Chick's son? Is he Ch- <laughs> Or third choice, is he Jack Nicholson's son? Or choice four, did he get zoinked? <laughs> did, he get, did he get zoinked? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter, but you actually got a, cl- a clunker car from... <laughs> you got a beat-up 95 Chevy uh, Impala... That's been sitting in the Walgreens parking lot unsold for 10 years, and it's got a bad alternator. Hey, you can say you got zonked. <laughs> what if on every uh, 23andMe DNA ancestry test, there's like a 15% chance they send you back a blank piece of paper and just says, zoinks. Yeah, zoinks. Got him. Got him. <laughs> the guys at 23andMe are like, woohoo. <laughs> 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 uh, Peter. Uh, Peter Shatner. What are you going to say? What are you, you going to say? This one, uh, man, gird your loins for this one. 
woman reveals that her boyfriend is a plane that she met at an airport five years ago. This is for real. What news source? This is uh, it's the Mirror. It's a British British one. I think it's pretty. I'm sorry. Pretty can you can you say? She thinks that her boyfriend's a plane? Yeah, here's the opening sentence. A woman has revealed her boyfriend is a plane. She met in an airport five years ago. Uh, Michelle Kabka from Berlin, Germany, calls her partner, who is a 737-800 Boeing. <laughs> uh, she calls her partner Schatz. S-C-H-A-T-Z. Probably Schatz. You think that's William Shatner's nickname? <laughs> Schatz. Schatz. And uh, <clears throat> she says she was first attracted to his wings his winglets, and thrusters. The 29-year-old claims to sleep with her, quote, darling, end quote, every night, either with real components or a 1.6-meter model. And she says her family has reacted quite pleasantly. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, hang on. Mrs. Kobka says she fell in love with the plane the first time she, and this is in quotes, met him at Berlin Tegel Airport. And after nearly five years together, they plan to get married. Whew. Uh, she says, the last time I was in a relationship with a man was in 2011, but there was no love there. Shots is my first love. This is the most beautiful relationship you can imagine. I think I can imagine a little more beautiful somewhere <laughs> no. else. This is the most beautiful relationship that you are capable of imagining. Okay, I'll I'll take that I'll take that as truth. <laughs> um, Schatz is his name. Uh, yeah, S C H A T Z. I don't know if that's maybe there's a German pronunciation. Schatz, 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 Schatz. She she like the first time that she met this plane. Do you think they were like? I'm I'm I just said they. I'm I'm imagining that this plane is a real person. You have to for this article. Do you think that they like that she sat on the plane and she was like. I freaking love this, bro. <laughs> no, and then she started making no, out with the seat in front of her. She said she was first attracted to his wingtips and thrusters. So she was in the in the um, the boarding dock or whatever, the terminal, and she saw it out the window. She, she saw like, it out the window. She's like, "Holy crap! Love at first sight." And now, <clears throat> and then the plane winked at her, and he was like, "What's up, baby?" Now let me let me scroll down a little bit. There is an interesting point here. Um. <clears throat> There is a thing called objectophilia, which is when, when people are attracted to inanimate objects. Uh-huh, yeah. So, uh, it is in, you know, probably, probably the case that she does have legitimate feelings for this plane. So I like don't, that guy on my strange addiction. Yes, who with likes the car. His car. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm not, you know, good for her. If she's happy. She's happy. Um, that being said, uh, it is pretty funny. It is a plane. <laughs> it is. That, <laughs> uh, that's that's the conversation she had with like a like the her family's like. Can we just get you evaluated just to make sure that like you're okay? She's like, yeah, that's fine. And uh, at the end of it, the therapist is like, um, <laughs> Mr. <and> Mrs. Kabka. <laughs> They're like, yes, doctor. He's like, well, the good news is she is perfectly sane, and this is you know this is objectively something that's normal for her. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with her. They're like, great. What's the bad news? He's like, the bad news is she's in love with a plane. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bad news is that she wants to marry a Boeing 737-800. Imagine their first date. <laughs> the plane's sitting at the table and she's sitting at the table. They got, they got some nice, they got some nice tenderloin in front of them. Yeah. And she's, she's sitting there and she's like, shots. 
<laughs> I think I think I'm. You play shots here. Okay, I'll, I'll play. <laughs> okay. What's her name again? No, it's Michelle. Oh shoot, Michelle. <laughs> uh, shots. I I think from the bottom of my heart, I think it's love at first sight. I think I want to take things. I think I want to take things further. <laughs> feel the same way i i can't i can't imagine um that i would ever feel this way before with anybody in my life this is something that i i actually i I have a ring in my pocket and i think i'm gonna propose um will you back it up i know i know franz it's a little bit difficult to to take and the first date start her up fred Welcome, British Airways. This is your pilot, uh, Franz, and uh, we're going to be taking off in a minute now. Actually, shots. I really think that you shouldn't leave. I know this is actually hard to take in, and we're going to lift off any minute. And we have lift off. We well, are going to get to your destination in about seven hours and twenty-four minutes. Enjoy you know, the ride. Your seatbelts. <laughs> she she's in love with a plane. You know that there are pilots that fly those planes. So that means that the pilot. So the plane is cheating on her with a pilot. The plane, every time the plane gets in the air, the plane is cheating on her with the pilot. Shots, you dirty dog. <laughs> Shots, Shots, you dirty oh dog. My, oh my goodness. Uh, Shots. Shots is cheating on her with like 400 people. Yeah. Every flight. All right. Their, their eighth date. Shots. I actually, actually, I found some, some, some pictures. I, I, I looked in your cockpit and I found some. I looked in your cockpit and I found some, some conductor hats. I found some pilot's hats and I found some pilot's clothing and also some flight attendant wear. And shots. I'm actually. I'm suspecting that maybe you're being a little unfaithful. I, I could explain. <laughs> shots grew a voice. <laughs> shots got an implant. He's like. He's like. I, I. This is what it looks like. He's like. I know. Shots. I do think that this is what it looks like. Oh, can you explain the pilot's hat? Oh. Oh. What am I supposed to do? Walk. Walk onto the runway by myself. Yeah. Is, is that what absolutely. You- I'm. I'm an independent woman. Shots. I, I don't need you. I can end this at any time. Are, are you independent? Because right now you're engaged to a plane. <laughs> well, right? that's that's and beside I'm, the point. I'm extremely immobile. That, <laughs> that's beside the point, Shots, because you have been unfaithful, and I don't think I can do this anymore. Give me the ring back, Shots. You know, you know what happened the time I tried to let you fly me? We crashed into the terminal. <laughs> we crashed, and I broke my nose. <laughs> Listen, shots. Sometimes injuries are necessary for love. You you said turn port. I turned port, and I should have turned starboard. You don't even know what that means, do you? I don't. Okay, and I know that my ignorance has been an issue in our relationship. Oh. But I, I think that maybe maybe we can work this out. All right. I, you know, when I first saw you, I fell in love with your wingtips and your thruster, and the unfaithfulness is something that we're going to have to work through. Well, listen, all right, here's the thing, is that uh, there are like four or five hundred passengers on me every flight. They, they, they come from the terminal, and they, they walk in, and they sit down in my chairs, and 
you know, it, it feels nice. And I, I know it's the origin of your job and it's just something that and I, what am I, I supposed to do? Say no. Yeah. When we got into this, when we got into this relationship, I, I kind of had to, I kind of had to imagine these things beforehand. And when I got into mm-hmm. this, I, I knew that this was going to happen. And it's something that we just really have to, you know, talk a little more about. And I, well, I tried to get you a boarding pass for all of my flights so that we can spend time together. But they, they said, you can't do that. You're a plane. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I, I don't either. A lot of people tell me that you can't marry a plane, but love is, is love shots. Actually, no one tells me anything because I am a plane. (laughs) No one tells me anything because I'm in love with a plane. (laughs) You know, now, now that, now that we're talking about this, it does kind of bug me that you sleep with a 1.6 meter replica of me at nights. Listen, it's just the memory of you. I'm not, I'm not cheating on you. Oh, sure. Let me guess, it's fully functional. It's got actuated wingtips. Yeah, and it also has a remote control so I can fly it at night. Oh my goodness. I, but I think of you when I fly it. With another plane! Yeah, but it's, it's, it's you. It's you. It's you're a model fly, of you're you. You're flying another plane at night. Listen, shots. But but the thing is, is that it's not another plane. It's, oh, it's not another plane? It's in remembrance of you. Is it serial number 42SB9734 Alpha? <sighs> okay, shots. You caught me. Now we've both made mistakes, and let's make up. <laughs> I am sleeping with another plane. <laughs> Shots, we can we can work through this. We've I'm, both made mistakes. I, I'm sorry, my 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 flights are pretty booked right now. When was when was the next flight you were trying to get on me? Oh, I'm booked then. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm booked then. You're, are I'm, you leaving me, Shots? I no no, I'll be here. Back it up, George. <laughs> No! Shots! Shots, please don't leave! I'm not leaving. Shots, no! Shots, I promise you, I I won't sleep with any other plane! Prepare for takeoff? No shots, please! Please, shots, I'm gonna miss you forever! No! And And curtain and scene. Thank you. That's my favorite part of that sound bite. Woo! (laughs) Yeah! Alright. All right, I got one. All right. I got one now. All right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, I already love it. Ruth Bader, you know her? I love Ruth Bader. Ginsburg. You know, I always liked about Ruth Bader Ginsburg is that when when I I, used, I had to do this project when I was younger, a Supreme Court justice project, and we had to like do little bios on each of them. Yeah. There is not a single freaking picture of her where she's not wearing seashell earrings. <laughs> and she's just she's just slamming these seashell earrings she's always wearing them and she's like listen i'm a supreme court justice i'm laying down the law but i'm also gonna wear some seashell earrings (laughs) she's like listen i am no nonsense i'm getting it done but i do love the ocean i love the shore you think she ever turns to um to john roberts and she's like hey you want to go uh you want to go listen to the ocean later yeah and he's like he's like no i have work to do i'm writing i'm writing a opinion tonight you have to write an opinion too She's like, I know, I just, I don't know, I just want to... Yeah. I'm just feeling the shore. Sometimes, I don't know if you've ever heard Ruth Bader Ginsburg talk. Yeah, but she's when, like really soft-spoken and like old lady sounding. She's very old lady sounding. And whenever she doesn't know what to say, um, she just goes... <laughs> and so that's, that's actually why they don't allow cameras in the Supreme mm. Court room is because sometimes they'll ask her a question and they'll be like, um, Ruth, they'll be like, they'll be like, Ruthie, 
what do you think of what this prosecutor just said? And there'll be a pause, and then she'll start going. <laughs> yeah, and she'll she'll start riffing. Yeah, and she's she's that's see you know the end of the Drake and Josh theme song. <clears throat> that's actually Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh my goodness! They they yeah uh, they they um they commissioned that out. They said, "Hey Ruth, send in a tape of you doing a riff." Some hey somebody confuse her. Somebody confuse her so that she does her riff. Yeah, she's like, I can't do it on command. Yeah, I can't. And well, in the in the casting studio, they were like, "All right, we need a really good riff." And like Demi Lovato's in the other room. They're like, "Nah, yeah. nah." They're like, who should we get for this? Ruth. The notorious RBG. You know what I love about Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. is that she has three names in her name. Ruth. You get past Ruth Bader, most people would be done at that yeah. point. She says, "Hold up, I've got another name." Ginsburg. Ginsburg. <laughs> and there's uh, is there a dash? I don't know if there's a dash. No, it's just Ruth it's just Bader three Ginsburg. names. Is her middle name Bader? Unclear. I would say we can't assume that <laughs> because it could be like Ruth Grace Bader Ginsburg. You know why no, nobody goes around saying their middle name? Ruth Grace Jordan Ginsburg Bader. Yeah, Ruth Grace Michael Jordan Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Nazareth Michael Jordan <laughs> Michael Jackson Ginsburg. That's what I love about Ruth Bader Ginsburg is there's just so much mystery. There's so much intrigue. There's so much intrigue. And speaking of intrigue. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've been getting off topic here. Ruth Bader Ginsburg issues controversial ruling. <laughs> this is from a Supreme Court justice. I'm sorry. I'll calm down. Hot dogs are sandwiches. No. Ruth Bader Ginsburg no. Supreme Court ruling. Hot dogs <clears throat> are sandwiches. Supreme Court rule. She wrote an opinion. She was in an interview with Stephen Colbert. Oh, okay. okay he okay. asked her. The burning question. Oh, my goodness. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She goes, listen, Ruth. Ruth, are hot dogs sandwiches? He didn't call her Justice Ginsburg? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. He, I don't remember. I, I saw the video yesterday. He goes, Ruthie, Ruthie Bader, Jordan, Nazareth Ginsburg. That's probably what he said. And she and she goes. And she said, hot dogs are sandwiches. Wow. What do you think? Are hot dogs sandwiches? Well, I guess we have to um, operationally define what a sandwich is. Listen, I need a straight answer. I don't need any operational okay. definition. Well, let's, let's just say, op, I think the operational definition of a sandwich is that <clears throat> you have two pieces of bread or some sort of grain and there is filling in between them, whatever that filling might be. So like if you had two, Wait. let's just say a simple one, two pieces of white bread and mayonnaise, that's a mayonnaise sandwich. All right. We can all agree on that. Okay. Um, so now what about coleslaw? Yeah. You get two pieces of white bread coleslaw. You just, now you have a coleslaw sandwich. Okay. Two pieces of white bread with a piece of bread in between. That's a bread sandwich. Um, that's how that works. I think um, that's just a stack of bread. <laughs> otherwise known as a bread sandwich okay um <clears throat> now where it gets tricky is uh actually uh, the reason you might think wow this guy really knows what he's talking about it's because i took bread science 142 last term oh okay bread um, science 142 is that with um dr dr toast yeah it is it's um <laughs> it's it's with dr john bread uh anyway he <laughs> no but the where it gets tricky is can the bread be connected um, because for example, a roast beef sandwich 
you think about that, that piece of bread is connected. That is connected. You're right. That's That throws a wrench in. Well, yeah. it doesn't throw a wrench because that's absolutely a sandwich. It's got sandwich in the name. Nobody contests it. It's a roast beef sandwich. Don't go around saying, hey, you want a hot dog sandwich later? No, you don't. You don't. But um, what I think happens is you take the roast beef sandwich yeah. bun and you elongate it and you thin it out a little bit and now you have a hot dog bun. And yeah, like but you, there's not roast beef in there. But you take the roast beef and you compress it in, into a cylindrical shape and you elongate a little bit. You have a hot dog. I don't know. I feel like I'm not, I'm well, not I'm one for calling hot dog sandwiches. What, what's your counter argument to that? Because that's a pretty strong case. Right. I do say so myself. I agree. I agree. Okay. But here's the thing. A hot dog here. We don't call sausage sandwiches. We don't call like a sausage in between buns. A sausage sandwich. Well, let me ask you this. If you had two pieces of white bread with sausage in between it, that sounds like a sausage Yeah, but that bread is me. not connected. The roast beef thing is is a little bit of an anomaly. I don't think but so. But listen to this. Well, you know, Thomas Kuhn in his revolutions model for sociological change said that when we encounter anomalies, that's the start. That's the start of change. So you just admitted, well, here's, here's you just admitted that roast listen, beef sandwiches buddy, are listen, leading bub. to change. Listen, don't bub. call me bub, all right? Listen, buddy. That's, not, that's so disrespectful. Listen, buddy boy. You cannot call me that. Listen, here's something that's going to change your mind. Okay. Hot dogs will never be sandwiches, <laughs> all right? A hot dog is a hot dog. You, you look at a piece of sausage in between that bread, and what are you going to call it? A sausage sandwich? Yes. No, you're going to call it an Italian sausage or a brat, okay? We have names for cylindrical, banana-shaped meats, that when they go between bread, we do not call them sandwiches. Tell me, tell me one <clears throat> cylindrical meat that is in a sandwich mm-hmm. that is in between two pieces of bread that we call sandwich. Well, I will say this: when I was huh? younger, and my mom, wait, 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 you, you're kind I'm of evading the question. I'm answering your question. If you just give me a second here, when I was younger, my mom would say, "You want a sandwich for dinner?" And I would say, "Yeah," and she'd say, "I'm out of me- I'm out of roast beef, like we or ham." She said, so I'll cook some hot dogs and then I'll slice them in half so they have a flat side. And she'd put that on the bun and put the other the other sandwich stuff on there and I would have a hot dog sandwich. Okay, to that I'm saying you're changing the form, right? I'm, you're I'm assuming, saying, wait, what you're assuming there is that a sandwich is one thing because you got to cut up the, the, the hot dog to put in that sandwich. I'm, so, I'm just saying that the form of a sandwich is two pieces of bread. They can be connected. With something in between. But when you said that you... top and a bottom with something in between. But when you kind of exposed yourself right there in saying that you had to change the format of a hot dog to call it a hot dog sandwich by slicing up those... I didn't say I I had to. Excuse me. Let me finish my point, sir. Oh, my. You had to cut up that hot dog in order to put it in between two bread, and then you called it a hot dog sandwich. Well, let's just... Wait. Why don't don't you go around around our campus and say... We got hot dog sandwiches later. Huh? <laughs> what do you think people are going to do? What do you think right. they're going to think? Let me ask you this. If you went around campus and said, we got sandwiches later, and then everybody showed up in there with hot dogs, would anybody complain? No. I would, because hot dogs not. taste like bungie. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. Gary, you got to take that out. Yeah, Gary, cut that one out. <laughs> We're not allowed to say the seven dirty words, and bungie is one of them. Stop saying it. You just said it again. Oh, shoot. I'm so sorry. Bleep it out. Bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> bleep that one out gary <laughs> uh, so listen hot dogs are not sandwiches they will never be sandwiches and i i would rather 
I would rather lose my law license than oh say hot dogs or sandwiches. Goodness. I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to lose her, her but, Supreme Court justice spot. Dude, but she's the Supreme Court justice. She just laid down the law of the land. You can't argue with that. Well, here's the thing. The only way that a Supreme Court justice can get taken off the Supreme Court is, is if, if they, they die. die. No, or if can't. they say that hot dogs are sandwiches. <laughs> That's actually in the Constitution. That's yeah. in the Constitution. It was written by T.J. Constitution. T.J. Constitution. <laughs> what a world shaker. <laughs> T.J. Constitution. <laughs> that man had vision. He did. Him and uh, him and him and John Toothbrush really knew what was up. Well, well that has been the Giuliano and Nate debate. Um, I'm just blown away that you disagree with Ruth. Bader, Johnson, Michael Jackson, Nazareth, Ginsburg. <laughs> I'm listen. Her name away. is glorious, but you don't need to disrespect her like that. I'm not. I'm not disrespecting. Just... I'm. I'm in fact very honorable in saying that because I like her name. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. Oh my goodness. So um, <clears throat> this is. Uh, I don't know where this. Oh, this is from Texas. Of course it is. Whoa! Don't make. We got some listeners in Texas. No, we don't. My friend, um, Johnny Twangson. <laughs> My friend, uh, Texas. He's down there. Hey, Johnny. Oh, that is really not a Texas hey, accent. I really got to get you back on track. Sorry. Here. Three arrested in connection with nearly $3,500 in stolen baby formula from Walmart. How many? How much money? $3,500. This is from Texas. Outstanding work by detectives, police officers, and dispatchers has led to the arrest of three in connection with nearly $3,500 in stolen baby formula from Walmart over the past two weeks, uh, Forney Police Department Chief Robert Sherwin tells us. Uh, they were first notified of the thefts on January 18th when Walmart employees reported two males entering the store around 1.30 a.m. and, excuse me, Stealing 53 containers of baby formula, valued wow. at $1,600. That much for that little amount of container? <clears throat> that is, I mean, baby formula is not cheap. And then and then on January 26th at 3.42 a.m., the two same suspects returned with a third accomplice. This time they stole seven, almost $1,800 worth of baby formula. And, um, and they ended up getting the guys and they ended up arresting them. Two are 21 and one is 25. So, okay, so listen, while our podcast may be called Baby Station, yeah. I have I have no idea what baby formula is. Mm. It is not it's not like Gerber like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I have a video of you eating baby formula. Okay, yes. I I that's what I was thinking. Uh, is that just baby food? By the way, for for anyone who doesn't know, which probably everyone doesn't know. You ate baby formula. I, I, Moving I, on. I chugged <laughs> I chugged an avocado and strawberry flavored baby applesauce thing and it was good. I, I don't know if that's baby form. I, I think, think that's formula, just baby food. I think baby formula is like the milk replacement stuff. Right. Yes. Yeah. So like if a mother can't breastfeed, they give yeah. their child baby formula I think to that's like right. give them nutrition. As someone who's not a father, I wouldn't know. As but, someone who has not tasted baby formula now that we've proven that, yeah. I would not know either. But I'm sure it tastes really good if these guys are really jacking that much money's worth of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. So that's the next question. Three grand of baby formula. No way their kid, their kid is that thirsty. <laughs> they got a really thirsty baby on their watch. <laughs> that baby's just like, just yeah. a hose sucking that stuff up. And they're like, we already spent like $400 on baby formula. We need to, they have, they have a water cooler. They just fill with it and they have a, a pipe running directly down his esophagus. Yeah. And he's just draining it, <laughs> just draining that yeah. thing dry. <laughs> 
I don't even know what baby formula tastes like. Yeah, I want to taste baby formula. It's probably just like really lame milk, right? Or maybe it's like really good milk. Maybe because it's got nutrients, right? It's it's infused. What what if the, uh, you walk around with like a shaker bottle? You know, like the gym rats have. <laughs> People are like what protein uh, blender drink? bottle? Yeah, yeah, blender bottle. Yeah, thank you. Uh, what what protein drink is that? Was that a pre workout or something? Oh yeah, baby formula. Baby formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I, I actually, I know a guy, he stole, uh, he's from Texas, he stole a bunch of it. So pretty much he sells that to us gym, our, our gym rat crew, our gym rat crew, and we just our chug. Our GRC. Our GRC, and we just chug this baby formula nonstop, and it pretty much gets me jacked. You know, listen, I can bench, I can bench like 260. But if I if I pop that baby formula before I before I bench, I could bench like nine hundred. <laughs> I got baby formula pumping through these veins. Me and the boys like to hang out like on a Thursday night. We'll just like loiter in front of Walgreens yeah. and slam baby form all night. Baby dude. form. So Barry Bonds, home run record champion. Yeah. People think he took steroids, he still denies it. Yeah, because he didn't. Because he took baby form. He took baby form. But didn't they didn't they like test him? Didn't they drug test Barry Bonds? They did, and he was actually never proven. Oh. He he definitely did, but like it's like well accepted that he did. Yeah. But no one knows. No one can prove otherwise that it was baby form. So what if the what if in the, in the police station, what if the police had the same logic? They're like, what do you possibly need with three grand worth of baby formula? And they're like, listen, all right. Our cousin's just really hungry. And they're like, well, we can't prove otherwise. We can't prove otherwise. Here's the baby formula. And they're like, all right, here you go. It's yours. It's legally yours. It's now. legally yours. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. Because it's possession is nine tenths of the law, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and and also, um, under the Affordable Care Act, you can have as much baby formula as you want. Um that that's- seems like a really a really poorly thought out clause. Yeah, but that's all it says. It's it's the last that's the thing. entire ACA. Yeah, it's it's the last it's the last sentence. It's oh, the last oh. doctrine. It's it not says, the entire thing. No, no, no. It just says baby formula for all. Signed Barack Obama. And that's so vague, so you can like interpret it however you want. Yeah, so, yeah. And Antonin Scalia, rest his soul, might have read that clause and thought, "Well, that's very literal. Baby formula for all. Everybody gets four baby formulas." <laughs> And four baby well, formulas for everyone. <laughs> he was always a literal, a very, very strict literal interpreter. Yeah, yeah. And then Ruth Bader Ginsburg, whatever her middle name is, Nazareth. Yeah, she was like baby formula for all. That means everybody gets to go into Walmart and steal three grand of baby formula under this law. I'm gonna, I'm, next time I email one of my professors, I'm going to say that's your signature. I'm going to say baby formula for all, Giuliano. <laughs> and they're um, going to be like, that's actually true because I read the Affordable Care Act. That's right. So, uh, we'd like to thank today, um, Ange for our cover art, Gratch for our promo photos, uh, Bovi for some audio help, The Chronicle for letting us use their space, um, and we'd like to thank, um, Baby Formula for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm actually slamming a cup of Baby Formula right now. Yeah. Uh, we'd also like to thank Ruth Bader Ginsburg for all of her help for, for our, for our second episode of Baby Station. For our legal advice. And of course, to you, our listeners who 